Hey, what's happening, mother lovers? So today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, it has been a crazy, crazy week for me so far. Honestly, like my time is just, uh, it's pretty much non-existent. So um, once again, apologies for uh, in advance if the uh, podcast isn't up to par um, how it normally is. And not going to have a lot of my jokes like how I normally do with my intros. But um, I thought about having a that's what she said joke, but I don't really do those. So uh, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Well, uh, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Zook. Hey, guys, I'm Drewski. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Crypto Warfare! <laughs> And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cryptid Warfare. I'm Z-Baby. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Drewski. Welcome to Cryptid Warfare Conspiracies and Beyond, whatever you want to call it. Guys, we got a awesome guest on tonight. Uh, we're reading some of his book uh, based off of uh, Tomato Fields. It's uh, Tim Moon, guys. Welcome Tim Moon on the show. How you doing? <laughs> right on, guys. All right, guys. Yeah, yeah. Tim Moon is an awesome author. He's an awesome historian, uh, knows, knows a lot about history. He wrote uh, this awesome book, which I am in the middle of reading, and it totally captivated me right off the rip. You need that hook. With me, I always need a hook to get to get me captivated because I'm kind of a me kind too. Of slow. But anyways, yeah. So you guys want to check it out? It's called uh, Tomato Fields. You can find it on Amazon and Kindle. It's a good book about a good Bigfoot story. So, anyways, guys, Tim Moon on the podcast. Tim, how you doing, brother? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing awesome. Actually, me and my wife and the kids, we just got back from like a little concert, so that's why I was kind of running a little late. But other than that, we're good to go, man. Oh, there you go. Next direction. Yeah. <laughs> There's still we, a we, thing. More like, got, more like, go ahead. We just got back from watching Guardians of the Galaxy. So oh, how was it? That was fun. I liked it. That's cool, but, man. Yeah, it's it, it was a good movie. So who's your favorite character? I think the raccoon. Yep, I was gonna say he's mine. <laughs> but I also, I also like, I like all of them. They're kind of funny and lighthearted, and so I, I kind of enjoy all of them. But I think the raccoon's my favorite. Yeah. Are you a big you Marvel like fan? Compliment each other. No, I am not a big Marvel fan. I, I just go purely for the entertainment value. I, I'm not a. I can't keep up with all of that. It's too hard, too complicated for me. You. My kids laugh at me because I get DC and Marvel mixed up, and but um, but I do think they're entertaining shows, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, uh, Endgame at all? No, I don't think I did. Wh- what's Endgame? Is that? That is the very last one of all the Avengers where they fight Thanos. And no, they... no, I didn't. I think I basically well, yeah. let them go watch that. The Purple so. Balloon Man. <laughs> no, Purple I didn't Balloon that. Man. <laughs> it's all good, my, man. My favorite one is the first Doctor Strange. 
Oh yeah, that's. Oh a good yeah, one. it was a trip. I really liked it. I felt sick. I didn't like the second one very well, but I really liked the first one. So that, yeah, that's. I didn't even know though it was a Marvel movie. I'm just coming home. And say, <laughs> this movie's so good, and I'm. Trying, and then they tell me it's a Marvel movie. I didn't even know. So. That's uh, all good. Had a, had a great story. A little bit of uh, Marvel history for you, since you're a history major. Um, yeah. History teacher, also uh, Blade, Blade uh, with Wesley Snipes. That was actually the first Marvel movie that came out. I found I didn't out. Know that either. I've heard yeah. of that, oh, but yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Wesley Snippets. Wesley Snippets <laughs> are for you guys. Uh, game, <laughs> game out there, like my buddy Chris. His code name is Wesley Pipes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why. Anyway, so, pipes. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, Tim. Okay, um, man, we're let's just. What about you, Zook? You got anything before we start? No, I've just nope. been doing a lot, a lot of research, and excited to be coming out with like my some short books and stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, for the Crypto Warfare and Beyond thing that will be the the other podcast will be starting. Well, I'll be kind of heading up. But yeah, it'll be stuff on the website. No, no, that's it. I just kept thinking about Tim Moon. I'm like, yes. I don't know, I'm excited, excited to hear his story. And all right, okay, guys. Well, first of all, okay, Tim, since you're okay, since you're author of this awesome book called The Tomato Fields, we'll just go ahead and we're just going to jump right into this. Okay. What, what led you to write this book? Well, um, when I, when I was a kid, I, I saw the movie The Legend of Bogey Creek, and it, from that moment on, I think that came out in the early 70s. It was a big cult hit, um, made a lot of money for almost nothing. I mean, the amount of money they put in it. And it just it just really grabbed me. And from that moment on, I've been fascinated with Bigfoot, the possibility. And I tend to I've tended to always believe that uh, the animal existed. And uh, there's and then I've studied it quite a bit read tons of reports, um, thousands, listened to thousands of stories. I just I just in, really enjoy listening to those stories. And the, the fact that there's, that in different cultures, on different continents, and with different language and different ethnic groups and different, I mean, all different religions, all these, but they're all people from all over the world, millions of reports. There's, are saying roughly the same thing they're very similar and it's impossible to get that many different groups of people to agree on anything yeah. uh, accidentally so for me that is such a massive amount of smoke that there's got to be fire in this and yeah. there has to be some truth to this so that has always kind of kept me going and in the last 20 years i started thinking that it, it's like people, you can tell them all the facts in the world and they just don't listen. It just goes right off their back and they they still keep arguing with you. And sometimes they even get mad at you because you, you demonstrate how the arguments that they're having are just not true. They're just not right. And then they get mad. So I've got to the point where I don't even talk to people about it unless they show some interest. But I also start yeah. thinking maybe fiction with really good stories and, and good characters, maybe you could draw some people through fiction that you couldn't draw through nonfiction. That, because stories tend to grab people better than facts. 
And yeah. I know as a teacher, you have to use stories to get people involved. And uh, so I started thinking, well, maybe if we wrote a, wrote a book about them and, and uh, it, it was scary and intriguing and kind of mysterious that it might draw, draw people's attention and maybe win some people to the idea that this is a real thing and it's a real mystery and uh, it's worthy of paying attention to. And um, so that was my goal. And then about 10 years ago, my brother and I were working to help my uncle sell his house. Yeah. And the subject of Bigfoot came up. I think it might have been related to something Bigfoot related on TV, maybe the Finding Bigfoot story show, which I didn't don't really like. But yeah. He, I asked him, what's the strangest thing that ever happened to you? And he starts telling me this Bigfoot encounter that he had in Mason County, Washington in 1994. And it just blew my mind because it was a, he said he went out, he was working. He, he, he owned property in Mason County, but he worked in Seattle during the week. Okay. And then he comes back to Mason County, which is a ferry boat ride from Seattle to Bremerton and then about a 30 minute drive. And, and he stay at his uh, house on in Mason County in the rural area on the weekend. Yeah. And he, he went out to, um, I guess there were some broken lights on his trailer. So he was out trying to fix a trailer. And I, it was about just about dusk. It was just beginning to get dark and he said he smelled something really rancid and he thought maybe there's a skunk or that something's dead or something. So he yeah. started looking, looking around and just up the hill about 70 yards, there's a light post light pole up there that helps carry the power lines and has a, yeah. a light. Uh, everything else was just rural land and forest at that time. He, he, They've cut some of it down to build houses, but at the time it was all rural. And he saw this animal step out, step out of the bushes, and they kind of met eye to eye. Um, mm. And it was they have that pole measured, uh, and I've stood by it. And there's a there's a clip on at one part of the pole that is about ten feet high. And that the animal came within a foot, foot and a half or so from touching his head, touching the tip of that pole. So he had to have been eight, eight to nine feet tall. Oh, and and he said, Joe says, because he took pictures of me standing there. He said it was three times wider than you. So it was massive. I mean, f probably four feet wide. And it was black, That's black, yeah. it had black eyes. Um, he was just scared. Joe was scared. And then it started screaming at him. Oh, and man. So it screamed. And you know how they scream? You've probably heard that a number of times. On Yeah. Uh, I mean, where it just, it vibrates through you. And Yeah. Yeah, they call that, like, uh, some people call it infrasound. Yeah, it could be. It. I don't know. But it's so, he almost peed his pants. He was really scared. Yeah. And he... He just took off running for the house and he got in the house, grabbed his shotgun, closed the door. And there's a little window in his door. So he was looking through the window. He thought it was coming. He, yeah. he thought it was coming after him. And he didn't think that he could stop it. 
Yeah. And and then he then it stopped screaming and it just turned around and walked back in the woods. Oh man. And he just he said he was scared. He never told but he never told anyone. He told me other than I think his girlfriend, I was the first person he told. Because yeah. he didn't want people to think he's stupid. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, yeah. Or, cra- or crazy. He just doesn't have time for that. So yeah, I hear you, uh, that's kind of how that, that occurred. And then he had one other instance. He didn't see it. It was on the same property. But he smelled it, and he heard it crashing through the woods above his house. And and it was really loud. And then he's, and he, and he, he followed it a little bit. Um. And he noticed that the branches were breaking. You know how if something grabs a branch and pulls toward it and pulls its weight up a hill? Well, mm-hmm. it would snap the branches. It wouldn't just bend them. It snapped them. And yeah. when he saw that, he turned around and went back to the house. <laughs> buddy, buddy, man. Frankly, I don't know why he followed him in the first place, but that's his problem. <laughs> I think it was curiosity. But... The thing is real, and then we've done some. We went one out. We went out one day to an old logging road that was close to the tomato fields. I'll explain that in a second. But yeah. we 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 just got out of the car and walked down the logging road a little bit, and we noticed right away that there was a tree broken, about twelve feet up in the air. It just snapped, snapped like. Something had reached up and grabbed it and snapped it. It didn't look, there couldn't have been any snowfall that snapped it because there's hardly any snow there anyway. And um, it, it, the way it, it was too high, there was no place for snow to rest to be able to break it. So could be coincidental, we don't know. But then I, but when I saw that, I said, well, there could be. So I started looking for footprints. And, and then I, we found a place where footprints came out and they were had about a five foot span, so that it was it had to have been tall if it was real. They weren't really deep impressions, so I couldn't say beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was yeah. anything. But they had about a five foot span. Every five feet, you'd see another print, and they were scuff prints. They were fairly large. They were bigger than our feet, and and then there was some some scat, and. Uh, my brother at first just thought it was some human who, who was yeah. Uh, they have a lot of problems with transigence there. So yeah, um, he thought it was just that, but it was just all these things together, and it was right at a deer crossing. It was where the logging road crosses the highway and goes onto the other side and keeps going, yeah. exactly where the deers cross it, right there. And and I'm looking at that thing. What if that's a marker for a deer crossing? You know, for, mm-hmm. for them to know, I, I don't know. If I had to, you would never use that evidence for for trying to prove anything. But yeah. it was interesting. It was just a lot of interesting stuff, and it was in that same area that we that Joe saw that. So, yeah. um, general area. Are you ready to level up your podcast game? Introducing Superpass, the ultimate all-in-one platform made by podcasters for podcasters. Imagine having access to a sleek website builder, the most powerful content app maker on the market, engaging courses, a thriving community, Patreon, and and exclusive membership perks, all in one place. 
With a Netflix-inspired layout that's both professional and creative, Superpass is the perfect place to grow your audience and take your podcast to the next level. Don't miss out. Join the Superpass revolution today. Check out superpass.com and get a two-week free trial. Link in the show notes. And so I saw that. I've, I haven't been out a lot. I live in Texas now. I finally made connections with some people in a place in Texas, in East Texas, called, um, oh, I'll say Blues, the Big Thicket. Have you heard of the Big Thicket in Texas? It's in the National Park, National Forest, the Sam Houston National Forest, and there's apparently a lot of activity there, and I finally made connections with people there that I might be able to go with them and check it yeah. out. But well, I heard, um, yeah, I, I've heard there's a lot of Bigfoot activity in Texas for sure. Yeah, Texas, Mississippi, Georgia, there's a lot of it in Georgia. Yeah. Um, so you don't think of it, you always think of it being in the Northwest initially, but it's uh-huh. not. It's, it's all over the country. So, so anyway, that's a possibility. Um, I would really like to go out and do a little um, looking around, but uh, I just never really had the opportunity. So. I, most of what I've done is through research. Yeah. Now, um, now with your brother's uh, in, encounter, um, how long did he keep that a secret until he told you about it? Oh, it was he told me about it ten years ago, and it happened in 1994. Before, so yeah. So it's a long time. Pretty good um, minute, yeah. And I'm sure that was a big weight off his chest, off his back for sure. Yeah, I I don't know if if it did that for him. I don't know if he told a girlfriend before he told me. So I I just don't know. But he he was very sensitive about it when I because it's not every day you hear someone tell you a story like that, especially someone you know, right? So I yeah. started asking him questions because because I wanted to know it's legit. And he yeah. got pissed at me and said, "See, you don't believe me." And I said, "No, Joe. I just need to know these things because it helps me understand." better uh yeah. and so but he's very sensitive he was very sensitive about it. like he just didn't want it to people think he was crazy yeah so or lying so yeah but anyway it it got and then he says he thinks the, that they used they used to dump sewage open sewage into a field just up the hill and down slightly from his house and and they did that before they had a pump house and a sewage treatment center. And they just so they just sprayed the sewage out. Oh, man. And, and it it resulted in uh, miles or not. Yeah, probably miles, acres, at least acres and acres of of uh, vegetation that grows because of the seeds out coming out of human waste. And yeah, and there was a lot of of tomatoes in that. And. So he okay, yeah. and he said it would be great is it, to call it the tomato fields. That's that was his name for it. So since I was kind of inspired, and he thinks the animal was coming from that direction, yeah, from the tomato fields when it when he came across him, it was probably going to get water because there's some streams close by, and Joe mm-hmm. got in the way, and that's probably why it was pissed at him. And mm-hmm. um, uh, but. Uh, it, it it was coming from the direction of what it what we call the tomato fields. They didn't call it that. That's just a fictional name, but it seemed kind of catchy. So I uh, 
I, I went ahead and used it. Yeah. And then the whole book is around that area, but 20 years early in this in the early 70s, 20 years earlier from the time he saw it. Okay. That kind of so, makes a full circle. It makes a lot of sense now. Okay. I gotcha. So that's how it all occurred. And the book, his the house in uh the lady, the older lady in the book, uh -huh. uh, her her house is his house, so it's the same address. Okay, yeah, it kind of makes sense too, because when she uh, when she had like like her dog going underneath the house, and then she yeah. grabbed her shotgun and all that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. makes sense now. Okay, I got so you. same property. Uh, that, now that's a woman. <laughs> yeah, she's a feisty old lady. She is, man, because I was reading through it, and uh, she was telling, like, that young deputy, ah, you're an idiot, yeah. you know, don't be yeah. going out there by yourself. Let me help you out. And he's like, ma'am, we got, got this. It. And she's I like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, she, it's funny how she she does it anyway. So I like her, Mrs. Cole, yeah. Martha. Yeah. So oh. anyway, that's how it all yeah. happened. So there we go. I'm starting to zone out. There we go. You good? I'm good. Good. Okay, cool. Z. There's Z. Yeah. No, I just think it's wild. I'm like, I wonder what those tomatoes taste like. <laughs> just just everything you eat that grows has some fertilizer Something. on it that you would not eat. <laughs> Man. I well, it kind of makes sense, too, because, you know, if, what, what, what do all human animals need? Food, water and shelter. That's right. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just that's basically kind of like a good access. And when you told me that your brother saw him hanging out towards the power lines, I mean, animals naturally go on a path of like least resistance. So exactly. you always carve out good entry points of these power lines and they're smooth out. And then you got forest to the left and to the right so it's definitely easy access just a good big big old trail for them to walk and i would be freaked out too if i saw something that big especially what, what time was it when, when he saw it I, I think it was around dusk he said he was yeah. just just getting dark and he he uh it was august in august and it was it was warm still so yeah yeah, and then and hearing like that scream and like that infrasound hit his body, it probably, to me, I felt that one time, like when me and Zook went on this Bigfoot hunt with a bunch of people, and uh, yeah, I got hit with, I call it kind of like a shockwave when, it wasn't a yell, but it was a growl, and it felt wow. like it like hit me, it kind of it hit me from the back and out the wow. front, and I was like, whoa, it's like I was standing next to a big speaker at a concert and he just wow. turned it up to 200 decibels and it hit me and then whoa and then that's when i turned around and then zook with his camera and was like hey what is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and curiosity oh, killed yeah. the camera guy <laughs> well, that's that's close enough to be scary yeah, yeah and it was well scary. Scary. but yeah, I, I didn't it. see yeah, it though but like yeah but we all heard it and then we face. heard it take off running so right. But seeing it though, that is another animal right there. That would just, it's like that shock factor, especially seeing it, like you said, like four to like five feet wide. It's like, you know, cause your mind is naturally trying to like, okay, hold on, hold on real quick. Cause 
that's not something you see at all. Like a person in their lifetime won't, right. won't see anything like that, you know. But especially mm-hmm. being out there you, by you yourself, kind of have a hard time. Rec- it just doesn't make yeah. sense. No. Yeah. So man, but um, other than that, yeah, your book though. Um, I ain't spoil it for no one. Just go out there and read it. But yeah, so it's it's a it's a good book so far, man. So, Zucky, got anything, buddy? Yeah, Tim, you ever been on any um hunts yourself? Like I any used to, I used to hunt. I used to hunt elk in Idaho. When oh, I yeah. lived in Idaho, and I've I've uh, been up in the mountains. Uh, pretty good. They got some pretty good wilderness there. And I was always armed and um, mm-hmm. when I was out. So, uh, but still, when I was by myself, it was hard not to wander, you know. And uh, um, even then, I was hearing stories about Bigfoot from hunters uh, yeah. in the Idaho, in the Idaho area. Two or three stories I, I heard from different people. So I knew they were out there and I didn't particularly want to see one, um, but uh, I never got close. That I know of, I never got close to one So or yeah. heard anything or saw anything or nothing that was a, was a concern. A couple of times it was pretty quiet, but sometimes that's a sign, sometimes it's not. So I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't read too much into that. Oh yeah, whenever so, like a... honestly, I haven't had an encounter, and I kind of would like to at least have one that's uh, somewhat uh, close. But uh, I would like to have, be a little bit under control. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. Yeah, with a group of people, and, and usually that's not how it works. Up. No, man, I hear you. Yeah, I, and what's funny, you said you hunted elk. I used to do that a lot in Colorado. That's where I'm from. So, yeah. And you ever heard that saying? Elk are oh, smart. It's yeah, there and they're also good eating though. Very yeah. good eating. Um, but as they say, you know, ignorance is bliss. It's like, yeah. man, when you start diving deep into this rabbit hole and you learn more and you're like, ah, I'm never never looking at camping or hunting the same again always on edge you know (laughs) i wouldn't yeah and you probably if you were in colorado you could probably go back to some of your trips and wonder i wonder what that you know you start second guessing once you learn about all that oh yeah this has been a couple times we're out elk hunting and uh just sitting waiting all of a sudden the insects the birds got quiet for a second and yeah then about five minutes later, and then everything came back to life. Well, you know, my stepdad was like, hey, that's when that? you know that there's like a predator comes in the area. So things get quiet. So just be, just be careful. But, um, but yeah, Zook can tell you a little bit about that. We went on that Bigfoot hunt. We, uh, we went to this one area. We're out there in Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, we went in this one area like at 2 o'clock in the morning to go run around basically so went in this one area and it was just so eerily quiet all we heard was was like thieves oh yeah 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 (laughs) we all look like zombies but the guy (laughs) the guy who was heading it up he was like no we have to go early in the morning okay that's late at night (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. And I think like like they just drank and ate like all night until like twelve. I don't know how sleep. <laughs> yeah, the only reason why I went is because he. That's, that's dark. I bet that was. Yeah, the only reason why I went is because he's like uh, he asked me if I was into that. I go, yeah, I was. He goes, okay, well, I need someone who knows what they're doing with weapons so you can pull security. I'm like, yeah, why not? And then Zook was like the videographer, so but yeah, the spot we went to it was it was really quiet. And two guys that came with us, they were spec, they were they weren't I wouldn't say spectators, but they were non-believers. And uh-huh. of course, they were there just hanging out, and uh, they felt it too. Like this, something's wrong about this. Yeah, yeah, I know. We should, uh, we should pack up and get out of here. <laughs> was it pretty dark? Oh yeah, it was dark as a. Oh yeah, those canopies. Um, I'm trying to think. I know it was cold, and you know, <laughs> and I didn't yeah, expect it, like, it to be. <laughs> like, it like 40 degrees, yeah. But. but yeah, I don't know what kind of trees trees they were, but yeah, they were still like full canopies. But it was weird because we were surrounded by nothing but like leaves and um, just halfway busted branches and fallen branches. And of course, it was in a national park, but it was just so weird. There was no noise at all. I mean, honestly, not I don't even recall wind. And that's how that, that's how eerie that I'm like something's off. And yeah, we sat there for a long time. And the other boys just started like goofing off, and it wasn't a flamethrower. I forgot what that was. <laughs> but 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 that little uh, propane tank. And we started making like a little fire and chatting. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely felt like something was watching us, though, for sure. At a distance, I know that. Well, I, uh, um, it's a scary feeling, I'm sure. I wouldn't want to be in that situation unless I had to be. So. Yeah, this, um, this last hunt I went on, Tim, it, um, it scared me. It really did. And I kind of, pump the brakes for a little while on that because <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah because this guy brought he was a he was kind of questioning everything he's the type of guy he's got to see it to believe it but um something something about them logging roads man i tell you what yeah like i said it's just like you said it's just easy access and it's way up in the mountains and um yeah so i brought two guys that's all i brought was two guys i'm um, I'm never going with just two guys again if we go out on a Bigfoot research. So we, we're going to try to bring five or seven guys at least. So, but I brought these two other these two guys with me, and basically, and for the cliff notes on this, um, one of them was going through something, and he and he basically just fell asleep in his tent. And me and the other guy who was a non-believer. We heard there was like a lot of Bigfoot activity in this area. It was in Mountain City, Tennessee. It was like in the east, northern part of Tennessee. And um, so basically mm-hmm. we heard something. It hit about, uh, I think about 11 o'clock at night. We got done eating. We had the bonfire going. And then we heard this thing coming down the mountain. Branches oh, breaking and stuff. Right. And I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and then funny thing is before we set up camp i set up like these tripwire sensors and like a 50 foot radius around our camp and then as we heard this thing come down the mountain we heard it literally right across the road from our truck and our campsite but we really couldn't see anything because it was dark and the next thing we know we're focusing in this area and then we hear something bipedal run behind us like that and then the alarm went off oh man 
But we always go armed. I always have my sidearm. I always have my AR. And same thing with, you know, with, with the guys I go hunting with. So we go over to the to the to the uh, tripwire, and I like reset it again. And then we heard the alarm go off behind us over by the truck. So mm-hmm. then we go over there and reset it, and then we're just hearing them just circling around the camp, tossing pebbles. Wow. Just running like just like bipedal running. And like wow. running up and then backing up, running up and backing up. And it got so bad where I was like, you know what? These guys are really testing these testing the waters of this. So I just popped off a couple shots from my AR at a tree. Boom, 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 boom. And then you hear them scattered just like roaches. Yeah. So I did not sleep that whole night. And my buddy, did T, they, he didn't sleep that whole night. Yeah. Did they come back after that? They did uh, after I popped after off those shots. shots. Yeah, after that, like, bummer part uh-huh. is, is that it started to rain, so our fire went out. So I just kind of hunkered oh, back into my tent. I had my night vision on, and I'm just proned out, just listening. And then wow. I start hearing branches break again, and then the alarm goes off right behind my tent. Well, my friend wow. Taylor, at the same time, gets up out of his tent, and he's just throwing up. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm like, Taylor, what's wrong with you? He's like, oh, he was like, I don't know. I just, I feel like I just got hit with something. Like, I got a vibration, and I'm just getting dizzy. And I'm like, oh, man. And that's where all, (laughs) that's where mostly the activity was happening was right behind his tent. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, so after that, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. We literally stood up until the sun came up, and we're like, let's pack it up and get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So. Well, sounds like that's what they wanted you to do. So. Yeah, exactly. They they wanted us to get out of there. So, all right, you got it. We're out. Yeah, my brother says he'll never. He never goes. He he goes out target shooting, uh, yeah. and he's pretty pretty well armed when he goes during the day. But he said he'd never. He's never going camping again. He'll never oh, do it. Oh yeah. So uh, he doesn't want to invite it. And mm-hmm. if he's armed, it's going to be invited. And uh, he just doesn't want to be in the situation. Yeah, I got you on that for sure. Yeah. The thing is between difference between him is that he actually so, saw but, uh, it. And that's another, that's another animal on that, man. Yeah. I just can't imagine. That's scary. That is really scary, Tim, seeing something like that. It's pretty hard to. Yeah, but and then say that you didn't see it. <laughs> you can't unsee it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you yeah. probably you probably have to be a pretty good liar to rationalize that. Yeah, I mean, some people might do it, but um, I would have a hard time. Yeah. Well, that's why I believe anyway. it's so important to be in a in a community with with kind of like minded people. Um, who kind of understand your story because they've also witnessed things like that and they like to share and to share That's their encounters. Kind of, what I've, kind of what I've done. I just don't talk to people about it anymore unless, mm. unless they have questions or are, show some kind of sincerity. I know I, one thing I'll do if I know it's been out in the woods, they have some hunting experience or they've lived out in the country. I'll ask that same question that I asked Joe, what's the strangest thing that ever happened to you? Yeah, And if they start answering and saying things that sound to me like they would be open to discussing it further, 
I'll yeah. uh, I'll do it. But if they say nothing, then I just know that's as far as I'll take it. Because yeah, I just don't want to have to deal with the this the jokes and the mockery. Oh yeah, I feel on that. You just kind of I see what you're doing. You're kind of like fishing. You're kind of throwing that's out that that lure. Like ah, I'm not now. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if fish ain't there, I'm not gonna. Fish ain't biting. I'm not gonna throw it in anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because. Um, so, but, but if someone's had some legitimate experience, they're gonna be a little more humble about it, and they're gonna be open to talking to you. I think if they know you're not gonna make fun of them. Mm-hmm. So, and if they haven't, they probably are just gonna laugh if you bring it up. Yeah. So. Yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing. I that's why me and Zook really want to do with this podcast is because we know there's a lot of people out there that have had experiences when it comes to these creatures or or anything along with conspiracies or anything like that when it comes to paranormal and stuff. But we want this to be a safe place where people could just come out and just tell us their story and just to get it off yeah. their chest, you know. Have you ever had a close encounter with the unknown? Have you stumbled upon a conspiracy that's just too strange to be true? Well, now's your chance to share it with the world. Our Cryptid and Conspiracy podcast is on the hunt for the most intriguing and unexplained stories. And we want to hear from you. Submit your tale by voice message or email and join us as we delve into the mysterious world of cryptids and conspiracies. So don't keep your story to yourself. Let's explore the unexplained together. Get in touch and let's make some noise. Links in the show notes. So, but yep. well, I think that I think that the this Bigfoot is a microcosm of a big microcosm, macrocosm, and yeah. it has some. And I think it's something to do with. The fact that we're living in a very, very large universe that we only know a little bit about, and mm-hmm. there's a lot out there, uh, lots, billions of uh, galaxies and stars and trillions of planets, and uh, there's probably a lot of intelligence out there that we don't know about. At least we don't. Other people might know about it, and and I think once we realize that. And we start understanding that will the Bigfoot thing will come clearly into the into understanding, um, because um, it's possible that this planet has been had numerous civilizations on it that have come and gone or come and been wiped out or been wiped out and rebuilt. Um, there's just so many things that they're starting to realize about the age of the Earth and the age of humanity that. Uh, there could be a lot of extraterrestrial involvement in this planet even today, and mm-hmm. it just makes me wonder if that if there's not things going on that we don't necessarily know about, but that are are can be explained only in an extraterrestrial type setting. Yeah, true on that. There's been a lot of. Um, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because there's been a lot of. Uh, like sightings and encounters from other people that whenever they see a Bigfoot, sometimes they see an orb with it, or if not, like a UFO, yep. you know, there, added on to that. There's a connection. There's some, 
I don't know if it's a direct connection, but there's a common connection. Yeah. Between them, and I don't know what the orbs are, and I don't, I don't know what UFOs are. I can only guess, but yeah, they're commonly connected. Whether that's coincidental, I don't. But who knows? But I think that it's all part of one big picture, and we don't understand it now. Our government might. Uh-huh. I, I don't know why <laughs> our government. Why our government? I don't trust them anymore to do anything. I think oh, 10-4 on that one. They are so either. Anyway, I don't want to get too upset. <laughs> oh, you good, man. We're on, the same, we're on the same page on that one. I had to step back yeah. from like listening to like news podcasts. Yeah, I don't. I would get so I angry. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I got to be careful to not get too wound up in it. But I don't trust my government anymore maybe there's another government you can trust but i don't think right now you can trust the u.s government no so that that's a fact tell you man. the truth about anything so um but i i just think that that we live in a very small planet in a very small solar system yeah in a very small galaxy of billions of galaxies and uh, trillions of planets and there's got to be other life out there. Yeah. So, um, and I think that can explain some of the mysteries we see here. Mm-hmm. And that, have you ever, you've seen Superman. We talked about comics. Y'all know, remember, you remember how he came from another planet and on the other planet, he wasn't Done. super strong. Mm-hmm. He was normal. Superman, yeah. Because yeah. Krypton mm-hmm. moderated his strength. Yeah. And like, like gravity kind of moderates our strength. And uh-huh. it, it makes me wonder when I hear stories from a lot of people that these animals, they move, they do things that people or that animals shouldn't be able to do. They defy, it seems to defy physics, how yeah. they move and how fast they move and how high they jump and how quick they climb. And it, it's even defies anything you would see from a gorilla. Yeah. Uh, it just looks weird. That's part of why they're so scary, because how strange they look and how strange they move. And I just wonder if they didn't live on a, they didn't come from a planet with had stronger gravity. Something yeah. like that. And that they just developed muscles over mil- millions of years that allow them to be on this planet. And they're just like superhuman. And I don't know if that's true. It's just something I've thought about. Um, and it just some it's just two and two and four does not make uh, four. It makes six. Something's yeah. there's more to this than we're than we know. And yeah, and this just is a little snippet of that. In, yeah. I think. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it definitely definitely does leave leave questions for sure, because. I know there's been a, a couple of uh, researchers we've had in our podcast that actively do that for a job, and they said that a lot of these creatures, they totally don't abide by the rules of this planet on when it comes to gravity, physics, and all that. And also, too, they they think they can go in, go in and out of portals, and like the Indians talk about that, and um we had one of our friends she um not saying who but she but she used to work for the government but 
they have these things they're called like critter critter teams is what they are and one of our friends he he's he's a part of that and they go if these certain when it comes to bigfoot dogman whatever if they start hurting the public and when it comes to like national parks and stuff they send these teams in to go capture mm-hmm. these things dead or alive and they've been on some research hunts and stuff where bigfoot they're tracking it all of a sudden it's just gone like where'd it go like they physically see the the feet the the prints and everything in the middle of a field all of a sudden just gone like like where did it go yeah i don't know it's very just yep. very who, interesting. who knows who knows there could be there could be um uh quantum abilities that something has from another planet that developed quantum like entanglement where they can just disappear and reappear. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy. I know that really sounds crazy, but the more they learn, the more they realize that a lot of, there's a lot of reality is more like a computer program. It's more like a, a computer game than it is like a, uh, uh, like a uh, material world. It's more of an immaterial world than a material world. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And and who knows what people or things or creatures from other parts of the universe are able to do or know um, that we can't understand here, or at least here and now. But physics, quantum physics opens a lot of doors with the um, entanglement and the the measurement problem that we don't have figured out yet, that th- things mm-hmm. shouldn't do what they do, but they do it. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like, um, oh gosh, like portal jumping or like interdimensional creatures or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 uh, Santa's that that was kind of a fun show to watch. Um, what was that? Because of the portals, they would jump through those portals. Remember that? What show was that? Um, I, and uh, Star Stargate. It was called Stargate, Stargate. and then I think there yeah. was Stargate Atlantis too. They were both yeah. pretty good. It's uh, where the guy who played uh, the who's the water god in Marvels or or not Marvels but DC. Who's the the water guy? Oh, Aquaman. Aquaman. The guy who Stargate Atlantis. Yeah. And and he um that was a good show. You but jump through a portal and those portals, they do theorize that they exist now and they're based somehow on entanglement, which is two light two um photons of light that can communicate instantly from billions of miles apart, which yeah. defies the law of of um the speed of sound yeah have you heard of uh pause on the nothing ever being able to exceed the speed of sound yeah have you heard of a cern yeah yeah like the hydro like the hydro kaleidoscope i know they got Mm -hmm. one zook where's it at here in tennessee in the ozarks what is it they got got hey zook hey zook what is it over here in the ozarks is almost like cern have another kaleidoscope Tony Merkel was talking about that. Your volume's off, bro. I'm just kidding. 
yeah yeah it's a small version of um, of cern out there and where is it italy sweden um yeah and there have been activity around that area Uh, from dogman to just creatures coming through portals um and it's Man, portals is a whole new subject because this is stuff I kind of specialize in talking about. I'm just so fascinated with it. I've done so much oh, research. Oh, Me too. Yeah. I'd like to is hear that... more. Ooh. Well, I believe um, Bigfoot, Dogman. Well, depending. I don't know if all of them are like this, but um, I believe that that Bigfoot are. They have Nephilim DNA, and they could be a mm-hmm. hybrid of some sort. And because of that, they're they're able to operate, uh, operate, <laughs> operate, operate, um, and, and just on a different level than our own reality. Because they also set up a different freq- uh, frequency, um, and they they're also able have a different kind of DNA makeup as well too. They have like certain traits that we don't got. Yeah, like, and and this happened too. And and we can't say like the friend just um, out of her sa- out of safety for her and stuff. But yeah, there was a I think it was a, a Green Beret in Navy SEAL. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, like it a, was two special forces guys. Was Green two special forces. Okay. Yeah, they ended up going through a a portal. I don't even think they really saw it, but it was showing up. Like the heat signature was showing up, right? And then they just happened to yep. walk through it. And unfortunately. Well, yeah. Well, basically, basically, well, here, here's what happened. They're they're out doing their like their investigation that they got called to, right? So the two teams split up. These two guys were walking on like this field full of daisies, right? And right before they hit the tree line that goes up the mountain. And they were sitting there chit-chatting over the comms. And all of a sudden, him and his buddy were just talking as they were walking towards the tree line. And he said, all of a sudden, the birds were, like the whole forest just got quiet, but they're still walking. But they noticed like the colors were more brighter and the daisies were laid down like flat. And they're like, something's not right. So they started to back up. And as they backed up, the sound came back. The daisies were up. The color wasn't as translucent. It wasn't poppy. It was just normal. And they're like, I think we walked into something. So they called their whole team back there. And they threw like this knife through it. And it just disappeared. And they're like, holy crap. But the sad part sad part is they actually died of cancer after that fairly quick they died yeah. of like radiation yeah radiation. the radiation poisoning it's because the yeah. dna will break down without the nephilim gene and and it's it's really stinky but i know with like wolf well, wolf man and then there's uh their werewolf um dude that does a crazy yeah um, yeah yeah dude it, it, it's crazy like you have to get to a certain I, like i'm not even kidding you have to get um to a certain, and, and I heard this from a um a guy who was deep into the satanic cult, but it was great. You have to get to a certain point of being so evil, where you basically all your morality is just pretty much gone. Um, yeah, and you, then go you get to, to choose like, uh, whether you you know want to be this or that. And the yeah, and they had like, the they had like thirteen man, stages. That thirteen yeah, it, stages. He was yeah. at stage eleven, is what it was. And it's just crazy. Like you can mutate into these creatures. And he said, "Well, I want to do choose to be this one because I've I've heard and I have seen people mutate into the dog man, and it looks painful. And it was incredibly painful. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, I mean, the only thing that I like to do is like pop my knuckles sometimes. I'm like, it's not painful, but I can imagine like your bones breaking, shifting, extending, growing. Um, 
but but yeah but anyway but back on bigfoot yeah i believe uh, they're interdimensional and they also um i don't know if all of them are but i i too know that you know they are you know they operate in our dimension so they have to be hungry um and there have been many stories too of yeah, they eat them they being eat, released from them. certain bases um well i don't know if it was bases but um this woman who lived near a, a military base there would be several times uh throughout the month where they just knew not to go outside because uh, around the perimeter of their fence, she was a very strong Christian um, and she would pray around the property. So these BEKs, um, the black eyed kids, dogmen, Bigfoot, like they literally wow. just stayed around the perimeter. They could not set foot on her. There was so much power in Jesus name. It's crazy. Like, because yeah. I've heard of, of several stories just saying the name of Jesus. Like, you know, if somebody's about to get in an accident, they're like, oh, Jesus, like certain circumstances like that, that's life or death. And you happen to say that, like these creatures will flee. And it's just, yeah. it's, it's, wild. well, there was, what, but, there was actually an encounter on, uh, on a dark waters. He was talking about where this lady rode in where she was, she lived up uh, in the mountains and, uh, in Maine, uh, clo close to Maine. And she used to go on this walk every day. Well, she felt that something was following her. And then it was a Bigfoot. She was walking on this trail and it, it popped out on the trail between her and her house and it started to charge her. And she said, in the name of Jesus, get back. And all of a sudden it just stopped. And it turned around and walked off. Yeah, yeah crazy, crazy stuff. Good stuff, though. But, but, yeah. but she was saying like it would smell so bad with all these animals um, that were being killed or uh, like a lot of the animals, they would just vanish. It would seem... I don't, I don't know, like weight wise, how much it was, but it was a lot of weight worth of animals being carried, carried back to the bases or to these portals just outside her property. And she she lived in the middle of nowhere. But she wouldn't say where she was, but uh, where she was. But I assumed it was somewhere, somewhere around Utah, Colorado. Um, and her her neighbors were probably like an hour away. Like, that's how far they were. I'm like, dang. Uh, and it's just wild because they knew that there was a military base by Um and yes, you would see a lot of these things out there. So I know that operating this dimension, they have to be hungry. Um, and some of them are controlled by the government. Um, and it's just, uh, it's There's so wild. Interesting. There's some interesting stories about um, Mount St. Helens, when Mount St. Helens went off in the volcano. Oh, oh of them were killed in the fire. And there's yeah. stories by people who were brought in to see it and they saw them communicating with the bigfoot yeah and the one mm. that was still alive and the, that yeah. they were taking them to the ones that were dying and a lot of them were killed and that is just a fascinating story but yeah it makes me think that the government is in on this they somehow they know more than they're letting on and i don't know oh, they do. yeah if you look at um okay like the not the ozarks but what is that national park called in California with the, with the big redwood trees? What was the it? Redwood Forest? Yeah, There's something like that. Forest, yeah. Yeah, they actually have, if you go on their website, they have, um, you know how it is when you go to a national park, they have the list of animals on like to yeah. be careful of and like not yeah. to feed. Well, yeah. they have uh, cougars, bears, brown bears, black bears, and on top of it is a Sasquatch. They, I'm it's starting to see that out of Oregon, too. Now, I never know <laughs> yeah. if it's true. I never know if it's true or it's some someone's played with their computer and put it there. Because I yeah. never see mile posters. I, I mean, but 
but it it seems true to me and and it's like even though the government's denying they exist they're still saying they exist which just is bizarre to yeah. me yeah one thing too it's it's been good i was gonna say like in some states how you know you know because we have like our president and then I guess uh, th- those around him in Congress and stuff, but then all of our states, you know, they'll kind of operate differently. Yep. So that there could be things that are local that will be a lo- local law where they say, no, this is actually like a documented that like creature. We but we've act- we have so much evidence at this point. And honestly, at this point, it's it's not just ignorance if people don't believe in this stuff. Um, and and I'm not saying that to be a jerk. Like it really is like just do your own research and don't believe like what culture is telling you and. Um, cause other cultures will laugh at us because we're just, anyway, um, this stuff is real, but, but yeah, I, I think it's based on where you're at. So, I mean, th- those signs could be potentially actually be there in those yeah. grounds. Well, it could be, I've seen signs. It looks like they're legit, but then I, I'm scared to show them to anybody cause they'll just laugh and say, oh, that's just computer generated. So well, I got a, uh, I got a, I got a couple of friends who live in Oregon I got some family members. Uh-huh. And they've told me about that, so I can have one of my uh, certain friends. I can have her take some pictures of him if yeah. if she sees anything, and I'll send them to you. Oh, and I'll even awesome. post them on my account. I'll even post them yeah. on my account. Too. That's great, for sure. Because if the state if the state parks are doing that and being honest about it, I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> it's they wouldn't yeah. do that. They wouldn't do that if there wasn't a concern. I know. So, it was funny. Speaking of uh, state parks, on this convention we went to, we uh, we asked these uh, <laughs> we asked these uh, park uh, park rangers and um, TWI guys like, hey, what's uh, what's up with this uh, Bigfoot? You guys seen anything like that? And they just kind of looked at each other like this. They were just like, we don't, we never had any encounters. Like, oh, you're full of crap. Ah, you're so full of crap. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Because you have like all these all these people who are like in the cryptids and stuff with their booths set up with their merch and and all this and then and then then them just they're there. So, yeah, no, I'm like, I, but I don't know, maybe they seem to the spot. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, I heard a but, story once. I heard a story of a once on a UFO where a guy, a lady was jogging, and this UFO came down to earth and parked. So and the and the little the little thing came down from underneath and the alien walked down the stairs and was walking toward the jogger and the jogger said in the name of Jesus I command you to leave and the alien turned around and went back up on the spaceship and flew away <laughs> and my uncle told me that story a long time ago and that's what yeah. it reminded me of when you were talking hey, moments uh, like that was, I would love to I'm sorry well what's funny is since you say that um. You ever heard of MUFON, Tim? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Mutual UFO Network. Well, there. My uncle. My uncle. My uncle was a, a an investigator for them. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh man. He's 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 passed away now, but he yeah. he told me lots of stories that he he used to love stuff like that. He's the one who kind of got me motivated on a lot of this. So, in fact, I dedicated the book There's... to him. If you read the dedication book. Okay. But anyway, I'm okay. sorry. You were going to say something about MUFON. There was this, uh, I'm trying to figure it. I'm trying to find his. And anyways, there's this guy who was an investigator. He he worked for MUFON, but he quit. But he was a Christian, but he was uh, 
each person he would go talk to and investigate and whatnot, people were getting abducted over and over, and he would talk to them, and he was telling them, look, if you just mention the word Jesus, I bet bet you it'll stop. And like a lot of his investigations he talked to, people would tell him, look, we actually said in Jesus' name, get out of my house or get away, and these things would leave. And they'd stop it. Well, he put it in his reports, and the area he was working at in the area, wherever state he was in in MUFON, I think it was in California or something, they, they, they didn't want that because I guess it was like bad for business. So he quit, and he made his own, um, I guess, own investigations program. It's called the CE4 Project, and that's where he, uh, it's where he helps people who are getting abducted or who keep getting having sightings and stuff, and it doesn't stop. And he teaches them on how, on basically how to come at these things when it comes to Jesus and stuff like that. Very, very interesting. Good stuff. Look it up real quick, but yeah. I've never. Anyways, Zook. Yeah, I'm going to bring it up real quick. All right, Zook, your turn. <laughs> oh man, no, that threw me off guard. I'm like, oh man, I forgot. Um, I was gonna say I need to go put little man down. Um, so I'll be right back. It's getting freaking crazy out there for <laughs> for my wife. <laughs> oh, you're gonna go? Okay. Yeah, but BRB. All right, man. Yeah, it looks like I go put little man down. But anyways, yeah. So, uh, Tim, I always ask this question, and I I kind of kind of stole it from uh, Sasquatch Chronicles from Wes Grimmer. Uh-huh. What do you think... It is, there's no right or wrong answer. What do you think Bigfoot is, brother? If I had to put money on it, I would say it has some extraterrestrial origin. Yeah. If... But I, I don't know. But it's based on what I said earlier that they just seem to defy the the laws of physics that we as we understand them on this planet. Yeah. And that that to me uh, is hard to explain outside of it being extraterrestrial or uh, like we already said per- perhaps demonic. But yeah. I don't want to. I I mean I'm open to the demonic part as a possibility, but I just, I just tend to think it, it, it's a little bit more on the extraterrestrial side. So, yeah, I don't think they're just a normal animal. I think if there were, they'd be in the zoo. Yeah. And I don't think you could ever catch one of these and put them in a zoo. I oh, would, no way. You would probably kill them if you could do it, but you probably couldn't do it. Yeah, because I think the honestly, I the government would definitely get involved, and then that'd I be think, the end of whoever caught it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think it would take the government to catch them. Yeah, because you would need to have so many people who were so well trained, and uh, you just—it's just impossible. These things are just beyond our understanding on terms of what they can do. So yeah, I do not think uh, I just don't think they're necessarily from this planet entirely. They may have developed on this planet for quite a while. Yeah, uh, kind of adapt. Yeah, adaptive type situation over you know a million years or so. But this planet is three and a half billion years old. 
Mm. And the universe is 14 billion years old. And uh, it, it, the, the, that's just a massive time frame. And mm. there's been life on this planet a long time. And, yeah. and I think there's been humanity on this planet in some form or another a long time. And I'm not sure even humanity developed. I don't completely buy all the evolution stuff in terms of it developing randomly. Uh, so yeah. it, maybe, maybe they were brought here. <laughs> mm. Maybe people were brought here. I don't know. I just know there's a lot more that we don't know than what we do. And these things in particular just don't fit with the normal laws of physics. Yeah. So that's my kind of how I've come to look at it. But again, all I can do is to have an opinion. I, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree that like, yeah, who knows? Cause there's not only that too. They also have like, I call them cousins. You got like the Yowie, you have yeah. like the like the abominable oh. snowman. You got yeah. all yeah. over Russia, yeah. China. Yep. Australia is a continent. It's, I mean, it's an island. Yeah. They're on there. It's South America. There's some. There's Canada. There's yep. Eastern. It's just everywhere. And yeah. It just. Anyway, I don't think it it it's the it's a normal animal. Get ready for some monster-sized entertainment with no pesky ads. Subscribe to our Cryptid and Conspiracies podcast for just a few coins a month. And listen to all the spooky tales of the unknown creatures and conspiracies and commercial-free bliss. Get your subscription now and join the hunt for the truth today. Link in the show notes. Yeah, for so. sure. I, I heard, uh, heard a pretty interesting theory on um, why on why the government protects them in my opinion um this guy i was talking with he um he he worked for a certain uh three-letter agency but he stated that if the public knew about this there would be mass chaos if the government came out with this that would be the end of national parks when it comes to camping because who in the heck's going to go camping when they know something's out there like that and that would bring up also too where of all like these missing people missing hikers and stuff like that that they couldn't find and that would be the that would be like the end of like the logging industry he said well the logging industry that that cohates with all kinds of stuff with the with with like the paper that we use the foundations of the house the wood toilet paper it would totally be a big economic thing i tend to think it's related to the bigger picture yeah that there's something out there that if we knew about it they fear that it would be chaotic mm-hmm. and it's beyond bigfoot and it's beyond yeah. bigfoot but but definitely i think what we've done is realize they can't control it there's no yeah. way they can control it so how can they tell people it's there and the best they can do is go hunt the ones down that cause problems yeah, and yeah, I think that's what they do. They go hunt. They yeah. send out teams to kill them yeah. when they cause problems, and otherwise they leave us alone and we leave them alone. And that's mm-hmm. the they and so that kind of the conclusion I've come to 
because I can't figure out, you know, what else it could be. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you on that. They go out and they kill the ones that go rogue and, you know, yeah. that, that basically that, that kidnap people, eat people, whatnot, and they just got to they got to kind of even out the scales, you know what I mean? That's what they do. And they uh they take real they must be really good hunters and really well equipped to know what they're doing to pull that off. Um in the book I talk about that a little bit at the end of the book. Yeah. Uh, with another character that comes in. So uh, just to, Oh, to... okay. I ain't there yet. I'm almost there. <laughs> no, you're not there yet. It's chapter 30, it's the last chapter. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, I'm on. No. Let's see. Wait, but the, I think I'm on, I'm on chapter 20 right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're still away. You got a ways to go. I get All the exciting parts. Go. My uh, editor was editing it for me, and mm-hmm. she quit. She quit at about 25 because she thought I was using dangerous gun practices. See <laughs> what? Unsafe. Uh, unsafe that's gun, first. Gun. <laughs> yeah. and i'm thinking we're hunting something that's hunting you <laughs> okay you don't, <laughs> you don't use safe gun practice i mean i just couldn't believe it so i wound up having to fix a bunch of stuff that she tried to change it was bizarre and then i did the rest of it myself so i don't know how perfect <laughs> that part of it is but uh just weird stuff happened sometimes when I was writing this book. Another time when I was writing it, this bird, I've never seen this colored bird ever in my life. I was at my school and I was in my room. It hit the yeah. window and started scratching to get in the window. It was like a, a red, yellow colored bird. We don't have those. I've never seen one since. And it was trying to get in the window while I was working on this book. That's just weird. That's a trip. Sometimes weird yeah. stuff happens. So. Mhm. Oh yeah, Zook knows all about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that happen to you too sometimes? No, but it's weird. Like there are certain, uh, what 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 would you call them? There are like certain like entities or spirits that um, I don't know if the word like inhabit. Anyway, but yeah, they'll be in like birds or certain animals, and they'll basically be keeping an eye on you. Oh, but from what I know, it's it's crazy. It's like whenever, but it's whenever you start to doubt, it's really weird stuff. Like, and, I, and I am still looking into this, but it, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it, it, from my my point of view, it is demonic. Like, so yeah, it's when you start to dabble, that's when other things, um, you're pretty much on the radar. Uh, Once I was on my back porch and I was looking out on the back porch, I have a little green belt behind me, so there's animals there quite often. But I, I noticed a coyote sitting sitting down like a dog in a sitting position staring at me. And I stared at him for a while, and then I, I realized what he was. So then I stood up and walked toward my steps because I was going to walk out into the yard and see what he did. And as soon as I got up and started walking that direction, he, he booked. But it was interesting. He was sitting there staring at me. Dad taps thought, another thing, skinwalkers, man. Yeah, I was just thinking, I'm like... Sk- was this in Texas? Or was this... Yeah, in Texas. Oh, yeah. Uh, Skinwalker yeah. capital, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, you're really close. That Skinwalker fascinates me, too. Well, Skinwalker's in in, in Utah, I think, isn't it? Utah, Skinwalker New Mexico, Ranch. Arizona. Oh, Skinwalker Ranch, yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. ranch. Oh, Utah. 
Yeah, it's in but Utah. They have that other. They have them other places. I didn't know that. And a Stardust well, have, in Arizona. Yes, they have Stardust Ranch. Yeah. Really? That's pretty big too. Oh. Yeah. Very interesting on that one. This stuff just fascinates me. But I don't want to be around them. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I don't have any interest <laughs> in that. That thing is too weird. Dude, I've heard so many freaking crazy encounters and it's 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 odd. I mean they can take on the form of another animal, even if even if it's way smaller than them. Like it's weird. Um but there'll be portions will definitely be off. Like I can send you this picture. It was it was a recent picture. I took a screenshot of it, but it and it and it looks legit. It's a fox, except its legs are man. Its legs are probably like four foot long. Like they're really long. And I would I wouldn't have thought anything well, of it, but I'd seen like video footage of something just like that before. So I'm like I'm gonna get a screenshot of this because I don't know where the video footage is. Uh, maybe I can find it. I can send it your way too. But it's I, I maybe it's some some rare creature. Maybe it's a weird skinwalker. I don't know. I don't even know what a skinwalker is, so I it's that that skinwalker ranch thing. There's all kinds of stuff going on there. I don't know how you can say it's just one thing. Yeah, but what I, what I, I was doing some research on that, yeah. and uh, one of our good friends Ed Brown, he wants oh, to go Brown. to Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, he wants to check out Skinwalker Ranch. But I guess earlier, back in history, it was. Uh, they built that on top of an Indian burial ground, of course. That's safe. And uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah, that's safe. <laughs> so yeah, so that so that land that Skinwalker Ranch is on is cursed, and they opened up portals and stuff like that, and they just totally just stayed open, and that's where they started to build foundations and houses on that with all that stuff going on there. And yeah, it's pretty interesting. But one of our good friends, Marcus. He does um, missionary work over at the Cherokee National Park here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a couple skinwalker stories. Uh, like basically really? what they are is um, from what like I was told. That, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they're kind of like your witch doctor, medicine man. And they use that to intimidate people to get what they want. So they basically, they, they the majority of the time, they transform their bodies into like coyotes or like whatever animals that they're, I guess, I guess like their soul animal is. So that's basically what they trans, they, they, you know, their body transforms into. I had a friend who was in the military. He's an older guy and he served in the Rangers. He served during the Panama. Do you remember the the Uh, Panama? Okay. Yeah. That was a long time. Well, time yeah. ago, but he was yeah, with Noriega, Noriega. Was the okay? He said he was in a battalion or in a I don't know. It was just him and a few of his men were walking up the hill toward an area where they knew some of the enemy were, and it was at night. And they saw inside this house a light lit up, and they saw women dancing around this light like they were just dancing together around around a light and they could tell by the shadows that they were women and so they went up to the house to take the house uh and when they opened the doors a bunch of dogs ran out and there was nobody in the house there was nobody in the house he freaked he said he said he asked me about it i don't remember how it came up but he it was still really bothering him. 
And uh, that's a, that reminds me of what you just said. Wow. With the witch doctors. But there was a lot of occult stuff going on with Nor- Noriega. He was very into the occult. Yeah. So, isn't that wild? Yeah. I, I believe it. 100%. I believe oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure for on sure. that. Yeah, and that's, that's crazy, like, with the occult, too. It doesn't, like, when it comes to witch doctors, Satanists, whatever, like, like just like what Zick was saying with that guy with his testimony, like, if you tap into that far enough and you're going into that pretty deep, you can actually get to that stage of, uh, of like, of the occult where you can transform your body into a certain animal. So, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. You don't know. I just don't want to see it. <laughs> Hope you sleep good tonight. I'll, I'll see you Tim. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm gonna because that ain't happening around me. So. <laughs> but it's weird. Those things are just strange. I don't know how they happen, but yeah. No, I do find but, it fascinating. Um, I'm like. Uh, well, I have noticed like the government is. Um, real, I believe it's also part of. A, a bigger picture kind of um something else is going to be planned for 2024 i'm not going to get a lot lot like into it but i mean yeah it would be conspiracy stuff but um i believe they're releasing a lot of ufo documentation for a reason i think they're either going to there's going to be another pandemic or they they might be even talking about a sort of alien encounter or Project Blue Beam, baby. Dude, I'm oh, telling you, man, I really feel like something like this is probably gonna happen. It's when, when they told, when they said they shot down UFOs, I thought, I just laughed. I thought, oh yeah, what else do you want us to believe? And <laughs> yeah. uh, what they were, they were drinking and flying, right? Because <laughs> yeah. hot air balloons. <laughs> we're gonna shoot down a UFO. Give me a break. The uh, anyway. The, but I wouldn't put anything past these guys today. <laughs> Just crazy. I know, man. I call that fear porn. Yeah. <laughs> All they do is try to fear them out. I, I think it's a, just a distraction. They're distracting us oh, yeah. from something. That's all it is. it is. But everybody's caught on to it now. Mm-hmm. No one believes anything they say anymore. Except oh, for yeah. there's about 30% of the population that you could hit them in the head with the shovel and they would be sure you were hugging there's... You're still holding on to that, you know, yeah. Just oh, you're such a kind man. Hit me again with the shovel. But there, there's just some that just don't. There, nothing you do will change them. But the, most of people are getting catching on. Oh yeah. Realize something's up. Something doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Also, so too, I, I think, think it has a lot to do with our, with our technology we have. With when it comes to Facebook, TikTok, all these forums, like they can't hide anything no more. No, you got people that are that just <laughs> dig and dig and dig and they just come out with it and yeah, it's very hard to very and hard to hide a lot of stuff from the public. Yeah. And even though the mainstream media is still just a tool, if it's not even mainstream because it's so small, no one listens to it anymore. So yes. it's it's a minor stream. It's not a mainstream. It's a, it's a minor tributary of a very large and. And most of the narratives don't stick anymore because everyone knows they're lying. Yeah. So the they their tool, their primary tool for controlling the public is lost. Doesn't work anymore. And now everybody's going to podcasts <laughs> and going to all <laughs> yeah. and they're, 
<laughs> there's millions of different streams now that they can't control. And no. that's where the true news is getting out. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really the mainstream media is millions of people doing podcasts and YouTubes and all of these yep. uh, Twitter. Boots on the ground. Yeah. Boots on the ground people in the real world. And that's what sticks yep. now. And um, so I like that. For me, that's a positive thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I kind of look at things, even though I know it's a dark place right now and we're in some dangerous times, I tend to think that the good guys are going to win. Um, and that maybe we're we're turning a corner as a as a planet, and <laughs> and maybe yeah. we're gonna awake a little bit and and do um, uh, uh, come out on the on the top of this, the right side of this. I hope that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. So it says uh, I know there's a lot of talk about. Uh, the the coming of the coming of Christ and Armageddon and all that stuff, and I take a lot of that with a grain of salt because I've seen it over the years develop. And first it's Russia and and it's something different. Um, and I think it says, "Will I find faith on the earth?" You know, when I return, he comes back all the time. <laughs> he's here all the time, and he's returning all the time. And I'm thinking that people's faith is growing on the earth. I think the earth is getting more faith in God and believing in God and that there's going to be, maybe we're going to, he is going to find faith when he returns. I'd like to see that, that something good happens, that we, that we get it together, you know? Oh, we will. We will. Eventually we will. Um, But yeah, I, I call these birth pains. That's what I call them. Yeah. All these wars, rumors of wars, all these uh, just threats and everything, famines. Yeah, just, you know, it will get better in the end. It'll be good. It'll be good. I think he, I think that when he died and rose, he redeemed everything. And we tend to think he redeemed people on this planet, but he redeemed the entire universe. And, And the redemption isn't just. It's like it happened, it's happening, and it's going to happen. That's how early fathers thought about it. And it was very big, and it's, in, it's all, of, all, of crea- all of creation, not mm. just a human planet. And that's a pretty big deal. That, that puts redemption in a, in a pretty big category. And um, I really think that's what... And we might be seeing uh, that redemption coming coming to 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 the fore here on this planet right now. Who knows? But I like to think that there's going to be a positive end to all of this. Yeah, yeah I feel like I'll right now. Go ahead, sir. Oh, I, I know that uh, in the end, I think right now is just so many people are noticing it and they're, you know, they're not believing it, and they're fighting against it. Uh, I, I don't think we're super close to to end times. Um, and in scripture, it does say it'll come in like a thief in the night. Like nobody knows when it'll be here. But us as Christians will, because um, we'll see all the signs and stuff like that. But uh, seeing how many 
uh, people are fighting back against this. And uh, 2024 is going to be a very, very interesting year. Um, and I'm, I've never in my life thought I'd be a homesteader, but like I'm this week I've been focusing more on <laughs> digging up content to figure out like, you know, how, how to start doing this, this at my own home and stuff and save money. <laughs> If you're looking for one-of-a-kind art that is sure to make you stand out from the crowd, then look no further than Drew's Tags. Drewski has created a world of custom art that will take you on a wild ride through sports, space, travel, military, cryptids, and beyond. Whether you're a fan of Bigfoot, a reptilian, conspiracy theorist, or just someone who appreciates a good pun, Drewski has something for everyone. So why settle for a boring old print when you can have a custom creation that is as unique as you are? Reach out to Drewski today and get started on your one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Check out his Instagram link in the show notes. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be different, and they're gonna try to steal this election again. And oh, if, so if they don't yes. have if they don't have it figured out in Pennsylvania and Arizona. I don't think Trump can win. Yeah, and, and uh, it, it, they can't let another one get stolen. And so, and it's been bad. This has been treasonous. Yeah, the, it has. The theft, the theft of that election is treasonous. And uh, they have to stop that. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But Yeah, and it, it was a trip because I... I remember watching that whole thing go down because I actually work night shift for my job. Uh-huh. And we're just all watching the polls and everything, watching Trump. He's ahead. He's ahead. I'm like, oh, cool. He's got this in the bag. And then about like yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning, I seen it. Boom. I was like, what the heck happened? There's no way. There's no way. And the next thing we know, like he wins by a landslide. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? There's so no that, way that happened. They stole that. Happen. Somehow it had to happen. And then sure happen. enough, yep, nope, they didn't. And like they they stole it. That's all it was. They stole it. They stole it right there. As soon as yeah, they the documentary off, that was showing it, like more more ballots came back in that were sent out. Like it was weird. There was more ballots than were registered voters. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and ridiculous. they even busted people on camera throwing in all these like bags of ballots. It was like mil- was it millions of hours or minutes? I mean, it was a crap ton of hours. Yeah, like they had like these certain pockets of hours in California and Pennsylvania and all these areas where they sent people just to dump all these ballots in the middle of the freaking night, dude. Oh, it drove me so crazy. Well, anyway, they yeah. To, they have to clean up the process. If they don't clean up the process and we don't have free elections, we're screwed. <laughs> well, I believe, you know, like, unfortunately, this had to uh, kind of unfold like this because Trump was trying to tell a lot of people. But they still, a lot of people didn't want to believe it, so he had to kind of yeah, let it happen. And so even if this does, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if it does happen to be rigged like it was in 2020, there will be a lot of a lot of backlash. And it, I don't think it's going to be good for, um, I'll just say it, the deep state and all, and all these um, plans. Well, if, I know the if, deep if you don't really believe there's like, a the deep state now, you you can't be helped. <laughs> no, seriously. I uh, know. What's your horrible, man, so about far like, in the ground that you can't be helped. About the border. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. All that stuff. And then what, where are these uh, migrants going? Um, 
it's weird. Like, uh, I don't know, some of them just, like, up and vanished, or they're taken to, like, bases, and you're like, what are they doing to them in these bases? And unfortunately, you know, you know what happens to, like, the women and children, but it sucked because there was a friend of mine out, and I think she's in Virginia, and yeah, one of those planes landed, and whatever thing her and her husband, whatever base her and her husband live, live on, and they saw it, and I'm like, dang. Yeah, it's real. I don't know, it's been my... The the election fraud and the the immigration has been my biggest fears, because you it's just your country breaking down, you know yep. slow it's and you'll be Venezuela very quickly China I I mean California almost is already no and totally California it's all, it's all followed it, it's all followed the mail in ballot yeah and only that too like yeah, and like and like a lot of these uh, people, like migrants, immigrations, and all that are coming in. They're a lot of them. They're taken to the. They're dropping them off at like the red states, because I got a feeling for this next election, they're gonna push these people. They're dropping them off at the red states, and that way they could, it can just take over and make it like a blue state. I mean, like look at Colorado, totally transformed well, into uh, a blue state. Abbott. Huh? Abbott. Abbott's busting them up to Chicago. Yeah. Oh, Chicago. Well, yeah. <laughs> Chicago. Abbott yeah. keeps busting them to other states. He doesn't yeah. want them here. So there's some of that you can do, but it's a lot of buses to get that many people out of Texas. And mm-hmm. um, so it's just terrible. It's an invasion of the country, and Biden's overseeing an invasion of his own country. Yeah, and not only that, he's got... Grace. He's got ties with it's, he's got ties with China. And, oh, oh yeah, man. it's bad. It's just sickening. And how they look in the mirror, how they look in the mirror, and how the people who just keep their back, keep turning their back on this, how they look in the mirror. It, it's just painful to think about. This country means something. This country is valuable. And it needs to be protected. Oh, yeah. The president of the United States should be the first protector, not the first traitor. I agree 100%, man. One of many years ago, and I am thankful for our right to bear arms. Like, we had, back whenever we started this podcast, I mean, when was it? 2015? Yeah, 2015. Um, We didn't have many episodes, but we had a listener from Middle East, and she just... Then Drew sent me a video, and it was of up a pastor who just got like he was just beaten, like beaten to death and dragged off, and then everything out of that out of that secret church was being pulled out, and the amount of hatred these individuals had toward every item, and in that church was it was terrifying. I mean, some guy had a rod when then there were these uh I guess they would be like the local police there, but they were held holding their AKs and just like watching the whole thing unravel. Um, and then she said, your podcast means so much to us out here um because and then she said you guys are incredibly blessed to have your right to bear arms and you know she's not pro-violence or anything but she was just saying that so many people take it for granted and there are too many people that are just asleep or there's um a bigger uh what's the word Uh, there's just uh, some big agenda being pushed to say you know guns kill people i mean no people kill people and it's like guns are always a last resort 
Like, well, to and, me, just you know, guns are a tool. Account. If a person's gonna yeah. want to kill, they're gonna kill somebody. Like yeah, in Europe, they figure out how to get it. They use knives. It doesn't I mean, yeah, matter. they should look in other countries. I mean, it, it's crazy. But but anyway, yeah, and I know that's the main reason we haven't been attacked from other countries or areas yet. I agree with it. I agree that the I never knew. Uh, three years ago, I argued with my son about the the Second Amendment. Not that I'm against it. I've always been for it, but that it was as important as it is. And now I completely, I was completely wrong. Vitally important. And I think if we didn't have the Second Amendment and the, our populace wasn't armed, it would have been already over. It we would have, already yeah, be. We would have had vaccines forced on oh dude yeah, yeah. oh yes yeah. well we, example we it would have been a disaster well example like look at australia what was going on in australia yeah. at the time they lost their right to bear arms and then look what happened yep and they were putting these people who wouldn't get vaccinated like concentration camps yep yep and that yeah. would have gotten worse except our judges with our constitution in this state threw it out through the that's amazing and that these in this country because because constitution the bill of rights and because of that it, it exposed the rest of the countries what was going on in the rest of the countries too and we it changed that and that's why everything turned from the vaccine mandates to ukraine yeah instantly instantly oh yeah mm. yeah as a, as a distraction because they lost Mm-hmm. They lost the battle. They had to fight a battle somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny. So, it's amazing how, uh, like, where did COVID go? <laughs> you know, it where'd it go? Suddenly, I believe they said it wasn't even a pandemic. Suddenly the Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's because it that all it was was a, was a way to them to give power over us. Mm-hmm. And they lost that race, so they ran over to the Ukraine to do some money laundering. Yeah. And have you have you ever heard of a event 201? I don't think so. Okay, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna send it to you. They did a mock trial of basically the same thing of them releasing a a disease and doing a mandatory vaccine throughout the world. It's called oh, okay. Event 201. They did it back in 2016. Okay. And it basically modeled the same thing what happened with COVID. The same thing. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. It's very cool. interesting. I've 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 kind of heard little glimpses here and there of it, but I've never heard it thoroughly. Yeah, it's really interesting. Or named like that. Yeah. So that's yeah, I'll find it. I'll send it to you. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean it's not awesome, but, <laughs> but I, I, I mean, get it's you. awesome I get to get the intel. Like yeah. And, and it's just good. The more you know. It's actually tragic. Yeah, because we are in a knowledge war right now. Yeah. Yep, that's a fact. Yep, like I said the first casualty of war is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Dang. There's another good quote that Buddha had, and he said, "There's three things that are impossible to hide for long: the sun, the moon, and the truth." Yep. And I think that's true. I think they're the this deep state is figuring that out. Oh, yeah, 100%. I hope so. (laughs) But other than that, Zook, I'm 
I'm all tapped out. Um, you got anything else, brother? Out? Me too. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> it, man. This got real good near, near the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hope it was worth your time, guys. So oh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, man. And I appreciate you taking a look at the book, and it's super exciting. Oh, it's a good book, brother. So far, so good. So, um, yeah. If you want to tell us, uh, want to tell the audience where could where could people find you if they got any questions or if they want to get your book, where could they find you at? The book you can get on on Amazon. It's all exclusively on Amazon now, and it's uh, Tomato Fields. Just like it sounds, and my name is Tim Moon, just like the moon in the sky. And uh, if you type in my name in Tomato Fields, you will absolutely get to eventually, but it's pretty easy. Um, I will give you all my contact information um, so you can put it in your show notes. But um, on Instagram, I'm uh, tomato underscore fields so same yeah. deal and you'll that'll come right up on instagram and um, i'll also send you my email and and everything um so answer. yeah i will send zook uh, your I'll instagram as well write them down while they're listening to podcasts cool okay and from there cool. guys so don't be afraid to reach out to him and please help support his mission and getting and getting the stuff out there guys because we really need a we really need to build more community around this. And, and I mean, it is a good book that he has, too. So book, and I'm guys. writing a seek. I'm going to write a sequel, too. So that's down the road. Okay. So you need to read the first one to get the sequel, guys. Come on. Oh, <laughs> Tomato oh, Fields, too. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be So but um, I, I like to maybe come down here to Texas to do something. So anyway, but I'm thinking on it. So, right on, man. Well, hey, Tim, dude, I appreciate you coming on and you giving us the time to talk to you. Um, your book's excellent. And uh, yeah, man, be careful on those hunts. Have fun. And, I will. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and look up. Look up. Don't always look down and around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, one of the guys yeah, said, who, yeah, who definitely, well, one of the guys said uh, who actually who hunts these things. He said a lot of the times, too, just don't ever look behind you. Always look up, too. There's a lot of them hiding in trees. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they move in the trees. I believe that. So, yeah, yeah. you got to look everywhere. So I will do that, okay? And uh, you I definitely, uh, Yeah, and definitely keep in touch, man, on your, uh, on your, uh, on your research and your, uh, and your investigations, too, when you go on those hunts, man. Keep us posted, man. We'll definitely have you back on. You can talk about your times uh, out there. So. Oh, I'd love to do that. So I will. I'm going to be touching bases with them in an, in the next week because our school's ramping down. So I'm going to have some time now. So I'm going to get get a hold of them and see what he has in mind. So anyway, but I will definitely do that. Okay. Sweet. Beans, All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your time, and look forward to uh, hearing the show. So I hope it went well. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right, Tim. Appreciate it, brother. Okay. See you, brother. Have a great. Have a great night. We'll see you later. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye
Am I the only one that's seeing that you're blessed now? I'm really praying for the ones trying to grow, man. The first thing you gotta do is let it go, man. I got zero time and space to try to be a hero with no cave. That's why I got zero time to waste. But I be playing it cool. Yeah, I be playing it cool. Look at your neighbor, man. Somebody pray for a loser. Somebody pray for a loser. Don't really know what I'm doing. Somebody pray for a loser. Cause life ain't nothing but a movie. Figured out the role that I play. I really ain't worried about tomorrow. I'd rather try to make it through the day Sometimes you gotta be like MJ Step back and hit the fadeaway Cause doing me is really what works, man You see a younger trying to make a way Cause I know that some pieces are missing I see that my mindset is shifting I have to stick to my mission It's way more than life than just living I know I'm a vessel, but bear with me I have to see you in my vision If not, then I made my decision that I gotta leave alone, so much going on, no, 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 no. Somebody pray for I lose it. Somebody pray for I lose it. Don't really know what I'm doing. Somebody pray for I lose it.